Yeah, you already know what it is. It's Robbie Digital. This is live from the stoop. I hope you're doing well. Um, you know, the season is pretty good. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to not to lose any of my hoodies or my beanies this season. So that means you either um, doing a really great job dating or a really terrible job dating. I'm not sure. We'll figure it out. But I do have a guest with me. Um, I feel like if in most places in hip hop, we always know that in a group of men is always that first lady, that one person, that one woman that we look to to be to represent for women is also as well as push hip hop forward in that space. I feel like my guest does that. Um, she's been a part of the rap battle community for a while now. I think that um, this is going to be a very good interview. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. But without further ado, introduce yourself, man. Wow, I love it here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, hey, guys, this is your girl, Nunu Nels. I represent the URLTV.TV Smack Whites platform, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I got here on a humble. I'm outside. But that's life. That's <laughs> I'm outside. Life. That's life. Everything is like in the moment. I don't mm-hmm. like things to be too planned because right. then it doesn't feel organic. Right. So I feel like this is kind of one of those situations. But how, how's your day? How you been? My my day is going good. Like, first of all, I got to see the whole shop. Like, this ain't. Ah, yes. I got that's to see, right. Let me tell y'all. You know, because, you know, people try to act like this shit normal. This is not this is not a normal day. By any okay? means. By any means. You know, I met J-Tip, y'all. Ah, oh, yeah, let's right. clap it up for that. Oh, yeah. Good, good brother. Good brother. Good, good brother. Uh, as well as welcome to the Subway Sound Network. I like that. I like uh, that name. Yes. Voice of the people, voice of the streets, Subway Sounds. I like how you put that together. I have my moments. I have my moments. You know what I mean? Every so every so often, I, I do I. I like that. I like that. That's, that's like really outside, you know, really, really staying in, in touch with the people. That's probably how I got here. Subway, I was playing Taxi Cab Confessions. You know, I was like, "Hey, you need a ride? Can I, can I, can I see what it looks like? Can I see what the headquarters look like?" Uh, well, I mean, by by all means, I think um, what what Tips is doing, what people in the Bronx are doing, I think it's it's revolutionized what we look at look at as far as entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and business and working with your friends. Right. Um, so I think it's never a dull moment here. So I'm glad you came to see the space. Um, what did you really think? Well, first of all, and, uh, upon entrance, you know, you you need a, a black card to get in. This is also true. I, I don't have the card, so I can't get nobody in, but now I know people. So upon entrance, you swipe the card. This is very you know? true. I ain't going to tell you how many times in case y'all try to try something, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. But um, the as soon as you walk in, you see, you know, I'm from Queens. Shout out 50 Cent, Nicki Minaj. You know, all the, you know Nas. Shout out to all y'all bad directions, too. I have terrible directions in Queens. Yeah. Ave Street, B- Boulevard, you could get lost because you ain't supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? Look, I don't know how y'all do Queens it. ain't I, for everybody. Queens Queens addresses was written by like ancient <laughs> Aztec warriors because it makes no sense how hard it is to navigate in Queens. I still GPS in Queens. I, I I'm used embarrassed. To, <laughs> I used to do deliveries. I used to work for like a, a shipping company. Mm-hmm. And when I had Queen ad- Queen's addresses, I would literally just tell the person to come outside. I'm just going to yell. Mm-hmm. And if you hear me, then that's me. Because mm-hmm. there's no possible yeah. way to deliver anything in Queens. I'd be like, I'm standing in the middle of the street. Yeah, which, right could, here. Be, which, which could be 47th Boulevard, mm-hmm. 47th Street, 47th Road, mm-hmm. 47th Avenue. Yep. 
It's too much. 47 dash. Yeah. Like you could, it's way too much. You could definitely get lost. So upon entrance here, they got the nice sit, sit you know, you, you sit, sit, seating, seating arrangements going on. Thank I you. like it. You know, I, I like what I see. It smell good. We try. Yeah. We it's, try. It's, it definitely smells very good. They have, you can sit, you can, you can, you know. Lights and, are very nice. Yeah, it was. Well, you know, I try, we try to make sure that, you know, the, the lights are at a good, warm temperature. We mm-hmm. don't want to make it feel like you're on spotlight. Yeah. Because it wants to feel like a comfortable space. Mm-hmm. So it, we try that. It feels like home here. That's it. We want that third place feeling. Mm-hmm. So like right between home and work, yeah. I feel like we've created this niche space that works for us. Because as creators, that's what you need. Exactly. Like, um, I think oftentimes you don't want to work from home because you're too comfortable at home. And then when you work at work, it doesn't feel like you're really doing your passion. Mm-hmm. So having this carved out space yeah. between creativity and work and a whole lot of other funny shit that we do, I think it works out well from us for us. But um, tell me, being from Queens, growing yeah, up I in Queens, it. like that, like being from the Bronx, Queens, we always see just from Co-op City. Mm-hmm. So we don't really see much. There's only like that 50 bus that leaves us in Flushing, but yep. that's not really Queens. So how was it like growing up in Queens? Well, for me, Queens, Southside, you know what I'm saying? That's, okay. that's where I'm from. I'm from Southside. And to be exact, I'm from Rochdale Village. So um, exactly where I'm from, just like anybody from Queens. I can't really speak for you know other boroughs, but everybody from Queens, either they want to rap or they play ball. Okay. So that's the kind of culture that I grew up around. And there's a lot of talent there. And I just always felt like it's so much talent, but it's not enough. Uh, they know I'm going to say it. We don't support each other enough in Queens. Like, I see Brooklyn yeah. artists. Brooklyn artists will be in a different gangs and everything, but they always, from outside looking in, seem like they know when it's time to come together. Well, um, Brooklyn's like that. It, like, you're right. It yeah. very much has that personality. Like, um Brooklyn was probably the first, one of the first boroughs that actually had its own city hall. So, like, they have this strong representation with with uh, with their borough. I feel like Queens is, like, witness protection. Like, if you're in it... Hold up! Hold like, up! Hold up! Like, no one knows... Hold you up! You can hide out in Queens. You can hide out in Queens. <laughs> That's and no true. And no one would know. Yeah, you, you, you can definitely get... Witness protection was a little... Relax. Relax. I don't know what you're trying right there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) South side, we outside. But I get what you I get what you're saying. You know, it is a place to you could you could really get low. But in that in that time of getting low, you could really be creative. I think um as queens we need to just come together more because there's just so much talent there. And just being a part of such a large platform, Mm -hmm. I always said, Okay, cool. I don't rap, you know. I tried basketball for a minute, but, you know, I'm tired. So um, I just was like, dang, I want to be able to, like, I, I, when I met Smack, he just inspired me, like, a, just a person running around, doing interviews, like, putting people on on camera and, you know, his whole journey. So I looked at that and got inspired. Like, you don't always have to be the person that rap. You don't always have to be. Yeah. It's different avenues for talent. You know, a pers- being a personality is a talent. So when my grandfather used to be like, sit your ass down, I'm like, sir, this is my talent. Yeah, uh, (laughs) I remember I used to get the report cards. Remember you get like the satisfactory, Mm -hmm. see the expectations. And moms would always say uh, Rob was very talkative. He was a distraction in class. 
um, you know, we need to find somewhere to put that energy. And now I talk on the microphone for a living. You know what? Now that you say that, school systems got to do a little better. They do. Instead of labeling us as talkative, say no. He's creative. You know yes. what I'm saying? Let, let's let's put him in something. Like, dang, they need to fix that. That's yeah. like that jail mentality that they put us Absolutely. in the type of trays, the buses. Yeah, you saying I'm talkative, like I'm disrupting. No, I'm being creative. Oh, we need to fix that. It's it's one of those things that um you know I pride myself as you know being one of those people who's doing that. Mm-hmm. I think teaching the youth about creativity, podcasting, and art, and different forms of media and communication is important. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure, like you were saying, from an early age, we were always kind of taught to be the talent. Like mm-hmm. if you had to be in front of the camera to get all of the attention. And right. that's not necessarily the case anymore. Now, mm-hmm. now you can be a host. You can be executive producer. You can be an executive where we're seeing those people have just as much light as a superstar. So yeah. I can definitely relate from you meeting Smack and that having that aspect. But let's, let's go f- f- a little bit back before we get into meeting Smack and, and all of that. Let's talk about... Like, you're, I'm assuming this love for battle rap came from a love of hip-hop music. Oh, yeah. My first, um, the first, like, rap I actually written down, Banks. Like, and it's wild that he know, like, you know, he Banks followed me on Twitter. Shout out to Lloyd Banks, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lloyd we waiting Banks. for you, Banks. We support you, Banks. We, we were waiting for music. Um, But Banks was the first rap I just wrote down. You know what I'm saying? What was it about Lloyd Banks that was? I like, I like, I liked his voice. First of all, he's from Queens. You know what I'm saying? That's very true. Um, just his his voice, his delivery, like so, and and the talent aspect that 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 plays a, part, a good part because like Nicki Minaj got the flow, delivery, delivery, the, the 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 breath control. I just and I just enjoyed the the sound of him. Then it yeah. went into okay, what is he talking about? So I just I just wrote it down. I was like, I want to rap this. Like I just want to rap it. So one day I had wrote him on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know he's gonna respond, but I was like, Yo, you the no, I think he wrote me to come to an event or however. Sometimes I write people like, yo, we got this event coming up to try to get celebrities out. Yeah. You know, if you want to come through, let me know. I can set it up. And then he was, he probably was on some, okay, cool, good. And I was like, oh shit, he wrote back. And they'd be surprised that I'd be surprised. I'm like, oh shit, he wrote back. And then I was like, yo, you're the first rapper. I'm getting, I gang little men mad because I'm flossing. I ain't a wrestler, but I put a bitch in a Boston crab. I talk money because it costs to brag around here. Bitches walk around with head at the horse's hat. That's banks. So this is true. that was one of those. And I was just like, that was the first rap that I remember uh, writing down. And then just throughout the time, you you on YouTube, you see mm-hmm. Cassie in the studio, you see the back and the forth, and things of that nature. And then you just you just start watching, you just start. I'm like, oh, okay. I think my first introduction, my first introduction to rap is uh, well, I grew up in the Bronx, but my grandfather lived in Harlem. So um, when when Puff did the P Diddy and the Family album, in the album they're sitting on a brownstone, but that's on the same block. And my grandfather, Brownstone was so. Um, we come outside and it's just a whole bunch of dudes taking pictures, and you know Diddy was big on suits back then, so mm-hmm. everybody's in this suit. And like, what? The, who is this? Mm-hmm. And this kid's like, you don't know who this is? It's P Diddy. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, yo, like, you know what I mean? I've been around. I was like, wow. <laughs> and that was like my introduction mm-hmm. into hip hop. So it was like super flashy, but um. 
we were talking about that. What was your introduction into battle rap? Well, um, or do well, you like remember I the said, first one that you saw? The first one that I said, I don't, I mean, hmm, the first one that I could say made me be like, I need to, uh, I need to figure this out. I was watching, um, there's a platform good called Queen of the Ring. So that's a female platform. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Babs Bunny. Um, shout out to Babs. Big shout out to Babs Bunny, first lady of the streets, um, Debo and Vague. So I was watching this two on two. It was between two girls, Farrah Funeral, uh, Shuni the Rapper versus Tori Doe and uh, Dawn Lady. Dawn Lady was from Queens. And that battle was so much aggression, but it was so much fun too. You could see mm-hmm. at some points where they was trying to rip each other's head off. But then you could see some points where they, they, they checked themselves. I'm like, hold on, we actually friends. Yeah. And then it got playful. But in that battle, they mentioned so many other people to where I got connected with and connecting the dots. Like, okay, who's this? Who's good's the animal? Who's who's this person? Who's who's that person? Then I trickled my way down into the names that they were mentioning. Mm-hmm. And then I I got right back on Smack. So I'm like, oh, I've seen this before. This is who they're talking about? Oh, okay, this is Smack. Like, Smack, I know Smack is from out here. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, boom. So I started... Watching the guys, and I fell in love with my favorite battle is Loaded Lux versus Calico. That battle changed a lot Everything. of people's lives. Yes. Um, you're going to get this work. You're going to get this work came out of that. I think at the time, it was just so, it was so prolific because it was like, we knew Loaded Lux at the time. Like It wasn't like we didn't know him, but... Mm-hmm. When he came out with the suit and was like, yo, it's a funeral mm-hmm. and Harlem Hospital's giving out bed sheet. Like, it was just so much of like, wait, what? A feel. Like, I'm getting chills. You it was just it like, was, like the hairs on mm-hmm. the back of your neck stood up. Yeah. It was the first time that I think the world, not like the battle rap community knew that this was a big deal. Yeah. And probably thought it was just a regular night of a regular battle and we keep going. Mm-hmm. It was something about that particular battle where everybody really outside of the battle rap community looked at battle rap as an art form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because now, now you, 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 for me, you know what I'm saying? Just, just for me. Now you got to, you, you got an opportunity to see this is a whole, he basically put together a whole production. Yeah. He had women behind him dressed as if they was at a funeral holding obituaries. His hand movement, his gestures, his he's so poised. He was just like like it was just like beautiful. He was he looked um he was beautiful. I'm like so now that's when I was like, "Oh, there's vets. There's uh there's legends, but then there's God tier." At that moment, I'm yeah. like, "Oh, this is God tier. Loaded Lux is God tier. Who is this guy?" Absolutely. Wow. Like, what is he about? But then you got a young calico. Young. Very young. And we're, we're accustomed to seeing our young our young people fighting for their lives. And I know it might sound dramatic to someone that don't really watch rap, but in, in, in how I looked at it, I'm like, this this young, this young, I don't want to say nigga, but this young guy fighting. You can say nigga on this podcast. 
my nigga. <laughs> my nigga. So, very, so you see yeah, this, you know this. Say nigga friendly. You know, you, you see this. this um, so you see you got comfortable yeah, too. Yeah, like, oh, we can say, oh, oh, right, cool. We can, like, talk. I mean, we can talk, talk. <laughs> You see this young nigga like just up there like fighting fighting for his life up there because he it already feels like the odds is against him. Just me being a viewer at the time. Mm-hmm. And Diddy, every, Diddy in the balcony, they, they everybody up there leaning over. They can't believe they they putting up money. Yeah. And at that time, the type of money that they was putting up was like, what? Yeah. You know what I could do for my mama right now this with that money? True. So it was it was intense. And for me to not be there, I wasn't there. I said, yo, I never wanna I never wanna miss this type of moment. Like how I how I need to go out, how I get involved. At that time I had just moved to Brooklyn and I go I <laughs> Funny, I, I worked at the check cash. Um, I managed check cashing for about ten years. So sorry, but I looked up Jazz the rapper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I looked up Jazz the rapper, and I just then I found her on Facebook, and I wrote her like, "Hey, you know, my name is Anels. Can I come with you to an event?" She was like, "Uh, I don't know about coming with me, but." Uh, here goes the address. So I'm like, okay, cool. Hey, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, that means I'm going with you. <laughs> I'm like, cool. No, she didn't know me. I didn't know yeah. her, but I'm just like, you know, I've been watching you. So I'm like, can I come with you? And I was like, I just moved to Brooklyn. And you're from Brooklyn. Like, you know, me watching, I see where everyone's from. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is only a two train rides. So I went to the event. It was cool. I went by myself too. I was so excited. Did it I, feel like Eight Mile? Like the first time you saw Eight Mile, you see all bunch of the crowds forming. I was Everybody's nervous. on the stage. It, it's like I wasn't even rapping. I was nervous. But like, you I'm was just nervous because you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, you didn't. You don't know what's about to happen. You don't know like okay, you know what kind of experience you're going to have. You're going alone. You, you just don't know. So nice. I went and I was just on the sideline, and then I went back home. I was like, dang, I was there, but I don't feel like I was there. Like. I see me, but I don't look comfortable. And I was comfortable. I'm always comfortable. Mm-hmm. Next event, I came back. And this was just just about me. Like, I was just in my own space. I was fairly single in my own space. Not out there on a prowl. But just mm-hmm. trying to get into the person that I wanted to, I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, dang, I want to interview these girls. So I changed my look. I, had, I used to wear black hair, red lipstick, and a hat. Shout out to the saviors. <laughs> they sell they sell hats now. <laughs> um, so I used to wear hats, right? So I went, and now I'm going so I'm paying. Yeah. Um, but I'm going so much now that the league owner Debo is becoming familiar with me. So now whenever I come through, he like this is gonna be your spot on the ring. Cause they they have an actual ring. So when I, I come late, anytime I come, he moved people to the side so I can stand right there. Now it's getting to the point where the girls are rapping in the YouTube comments. Um, a Farrah Funeral, who's my great friend today, she's like, girl, I had a battle. And they asking me in the comments, like, who's that girl? Do she rap? So everybody is looking at me now. I'm just a, a supporter. You're literally just... Just a supporter. Admirer of the sport. Yeah. Really just enjoying yourself, familiarizing yourself with everything that's going mm-hmm. on. That's crazy. And they're like, who is that? Like, do she rap? Da-da-da. So when she told me, because I'm not reading YouTube comments. No, because that's not yeah. that's not a part of your experience. Yeah, like, so you, I'm like, yeah. I'm there. I don't need to read what you guys aren't Absolutely. there for. So I'm like, really? So I was like, well, I did want to start interviewing you girls. Like, And she was like, yeah, we will be down. So these are the top girls that's saying, like, yeah, you should do it. We will be down. And at that time, of course, you know, in, in time, you start networking with people and... Um, I got with these group of girls and I was supposed to, uh, use their camera person that fell through. Um, 
And then in time, I just separated myself. I'm like, yo, I move alone, you know? Yeah. You don't always, sometimes you let people talk you into things that may not be for you. And mm -hmm. you, you kind of get caught up or people see something in you that they might want to use to their advantage, whatever, you know? But or in time, I realized it wasn't for me to be a I part think, of a group. I think also what happens is um, being in a group is managing a lot of expectations. Mm -hmm. um, and being a creative, trying to like interview people and trying to be a personality, it's a lot of uh, trust yeah. in a team. Mm -hmm. because they have to have that understanding, like, yo, this is not something that we're getting paid for. This is something that we're going to, what will become successful on the back end. Mm -hmm. Like, are you willing to put in that kind of commitment, that kind of man hours? What does that look like for you? Yeah, trust in the process is really important. Shit is, man, tell me like, about it. It's really important, especially when you know them bills is coming and you ain't getting paid. Absolutely, <laughs> like, absolutely. I think that's the most... Stressful thing like personality, like just media in general, it's a it's a tough nut to crack. So once you get in, like you you force yourself in, or you know you try to stay in as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming through that experience, though, you did get to get to know, you know, the women that you were interviewing at that time. At least I didn't get to interview. Wow, I didn't even get to. So I got I got together with this group of of girls and I was supposed to they were supposed to help me with a camera crew yeah. and you know it never happened so you know I'm like dang you know it never happened fast forward um someone that was a part of the URL brand um we don't you know but it was a guy that was a part of the URL brand he was looking for a co-host on his show Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, I'm putting it together this show. I'm looking for a co-host. At that time, the old, everybody part of the culture is like, we want her. We want her. So I'm like, wow, everyone's championing around me. Mm -hmm. This is great. So I hit him like, hey, I'm interested in doing it. You know, where is it? He's like, well, it's in Jersey. And at that time, going through a breakup, going mm -hmm. through financial problems, and I'm just like, I'm just basically getting by. You know, the older I'm getting, the more bills I'm accumulating. And That's I'm like, usually what happens. I'm like, I really want to do this. So I'm like. Whatever, I'm gonna get to Jersey. I'll be there. And isn't that the isn't that the exciting part of being a creative? Mm -hmm. When you're like, all right, I got this dream, and you're like, I also have this lifestyle that I also want to commit to. Yeah, and I also want to be an adult where I can do things on my own. <laughs> I want to be homeless. <laughs> I don't want to be homeless, but you know what I mean. I don't want to. I don't want to be purposeless either. Right. So I think that's always a constant battle when being a creative is how do you balance it and how much of a sacrifice are you willing to make for it? Right. Because, you know, some people would have heard Jersey and be like, I'm not fucking going to Jersey. Them tolls? Tolls. How late it get? How the fuck am I getting back to the city? Mm -hmm. Do I even have money to do all of that? Because now you don't know how much that's even going to cost. Mm -hmm. Don't, run into, don't run into car trouble when you're out there. Neither. Come on. A lot of things. So you do you make it to Jersey? I make it to Jersey. Um, I'm the co-host. I'm writing out the show. I'm you know doing doing everything I'm supposed to do. And you know now I'm meeting people. And of course, being a female, guys want to come because you're a female. So that's you true. know it's you look. You invite people. They're going to come. You yes. know for the most part. And that was pretty dope because then when they, they come there, at first I was just saying I was a lesbian. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my lesbians. Shout well, out to the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, I wasn't really using you guys because at that time, I was really a lesbian. 
<laughs> so really, you, you were living your life. I was living life, you know, but I was like so done with guys. So I'm like, but you know what? If I just make it seem like I never really dealt with guys or, you know, they'll respect what I'm saying more. I don't want people coming here to try to talk. I want my opinion about battle rap to be respected. You know, if they've already be like, all right, she cute, but we know we ain't got no chance because she, she ain't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that was my approach until it, until I wound up liking someone. And I was like, oh, man. But tell me about that experience because I feel like with with the battle rap community, there is a women's league. And, you know, we did we shout out to Babs and we talked about that. But I still think there is a certain degree of misogyny in oh, battle yeah. rap. Even guess, though there's like a women's league and everything. Yeah, but to... I am a, um, like, I have great, a great, like, Babs is like a big sister. Like, I have a great relationship, but I don't represent her brand. I represent Smack White. So when you mm-hmm. see me, I'm a representation of Smack, Chico, and Beasley. Yeah. Guys. Um, and I don't rap. So guess what? I'm fucking them. That's yeah. what they say. You get what I'm saying? I go, like, it's like, no one cares. Like, so you telling me that this rapper... Like let's let's talk rap. So he just rapped. There's no engineer. There's no there's no person. There's no there's no a whole piece to a puzzle. So instead of just saying, oh no, she a, she a piece to the puzzle is oh she must be fucking him. So this is this is years of that. Now just being with them, I don't know. I've been in the culture maybe nine, ten, ten, eleven years. But in this time of being with them, you you do things for your team. There's yeah. then plenty of opportunities where. I go host other events, other platforms. Mm-hmm. I'm finding talent. Yeah. Finding talent. So what does that mean? You're a talent scout. You know, there's times when if we're just bouncing off ideas about how we how we put together a card or potential matches or, yo, what the streets are saying, I need you outside seeing what they... You know, there's a lot of things that go into a puzzle, but they want to... Oh, what's your title? What's your t- I get shit done. Olivia Pope out this motherfucker <laughs> with the white hat. Like you know, but they 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 try to they try to and girls do it all the time too. And it's just like, bro, this I could be. I mean, shit. If it wasn't me, it probably wouldn't be you. That's the bag I gotta get in. You know, wow. that, it sucks because that's. I saw, I saw the I saw the rapper energy. Come <laughs> Yo, out because when you said that like it's just like, bro. Sometimes I'm, it gets hard, and I will I can say only it. It gets hard, but it. Crazy how long I just told you I've been in the culture. It was 2020 where we had the one of the biggest battle rap cards. Shout out to my boy Drake. Drake, shout out to Drake, who was a huge fan of battle rap. Huge fan, huge supporter of Smack White, huge supporter of URL. Uh, we're now in partnership with him uh, along with Caffeine. But a lot, the culture loved this card that just happened. They did. It was a big deal. They said it was the, they agreed that it was the, because forget it being the biggest payout. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course. It's Drake. That's a fact. OVO, he got money. This is a, this is very true. So minus what we know already, but the, how everybody felt, yo, we love this car, da 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 When that man, which I didn't ask him to do, because we've been great friends for years. It's not like, you know, but me being friends with this man, guess what they say? Oh, look at her dick riding. Oh, look at her. No, no. First of all, let me tell you this. Not even to get in that bag, but you got, I'm Nunu Nels. I'm Nunu Nels. My, my brother is smack white. I don't got a dick ride. No man. 
my brother's a living legend. That's how I feel. I don't have to dick ride nobody. Shout out to Drake, but Shout I don't have to, to do that. I don't have to do that. So with that, with that being said, they'll rather say I'm dick riding than rather say anything, anything positive. Fast forward, he like, yo, when you go on camera, mention your business and I'm going to co-sign it. We're going to get into that. Our own new expressions, TW, um, located 21224 Jamaica Avenue, Teeth Writing Company. We're going to get into that. But in the process of doing that, he said, yo, oh, before we go, I want to thank you for helping me put together this card. Nobody talked about that. Nobody talked about how a woman was a big part of a, a puzzle. They don't want to talk about that, but it was it was better to think that I'm dick riding than than to think that I'm than to say, yo, she's working. And I think So the, I can't even inspire the uninspired because they wanna hate. And the crazy thing about that is that um that's not only a woman's perspective, unfortunately, it's a man's perspective. And yeah. to, to deal with that on both ends of the spectrum both ends has to be infuriating because it's like, okay, I'm representing women. I'm representing black women mm-hmm. in a space that, you know, we already have to fight tooth and nail to get into. Yeah. And the first thing, instead of you seeing, if you go all the way back to 2015, 2013, and you see you at these battles, which in the beginning you did state, like you weren't even going to the men's battle. He was going to women's battles first. Yeah. So that lineage and that legacy and that time of experience led you to this point. I think oftentimes people misconstrued 15 seconds or 15 minutes of fame with 10 or 15 years of hard work. Yeah, because, and, and it's great that you say that because <laughs> the first platform, like, okay, I got in a partnership with the person that was um, and URL, but the platform that we use was a platform called 15 Minutes of Fame. So shout out to them. Um, but even to fast forward, I have rent for I have uh, written for a print uh, an online magazine for Battle Rap called 100 Bars Magazine. Now at that time, that was the biggest magazine in Battle Rap. Everybody wanted to be a part of it. So at first, they had put me on the cover. The It Girl put me on the cover, right? I said, "Well, thank you. That's good." But how I get a part of this, you understand? Like, don't, don't, they'll vixen you real quick if they can. How I get a part of this? Like, let me get a column. Cool, they gave me a column. So my column was what's hot, what's not in battle rap. I wrote about that. Fast forward, this guy owned a magazine called Writer's Magazine. That was a printed magazine. So I spoke to the person in charge of 100 Magazine and said, hey, thank you for the opportunity, but how would you feel if I take my column that I'm writing with you guys now to a printed magazine? Because you don't want to lose that relationship. Absolutely. Integrity is everything. So I wanted to make sure that was okay because I did build it over here. Is that cool? Although I ain't got to ask you if it's cool because it's my work, but let's we're going to do that. Because there's always good relationships. Yeah. And I think as a creative, you always have to balance both of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, totally. Yeah. So I'm like, great. He was, you know, we went there. Mind you, I was most viewed. And it's it's crazy. You could be most viewed and people still act like they don't know what you do. So cool. I people do the- see before they read. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah. So I went to the printing magazine, which was so dope because we had, uh, there's this place called Black Star in Harlem. It was a bookstore. Um, and we had battles there. Legendary battles there. And that magazine was going to be in that bookstore. And I was like, yeah, I want to do, let me do that. And it was a booty magazine. 
that they sent off to the jails is in the train station and is in the bookstore. So I'm like, okay, cool. I had this girl make me a nice little gown. I was in that magazine. That's why I wish I would have known I was coming. But I was in that magazine with a gown on, not showing my ass, smiling, and there go my column about battle rap. I could have wrote about anything, but I chose to write about battle rap. So I did that. That went well. And then, did you know, did a few things in between. I started my own YouTube, forgot the password, not not be, not being mature. <laughs> no, nah, that, that, that's literally life. Not, I think um, I can't tell you how many MySpace accounts I have. But yeah, no, so no, RP no to the first YouTube. Yeah. I got a little discouraged, but then I'm like, oh, I'm going to try this YouTube thing again. But as you know, you know, you got to have a following here, but then they might not travel. You know, like you got to put, like I already got them on YouTube. Now I'm telling them another YouTube, like. And that's, I think that's the hardest part a lot of um, creatives face. Um, like I tell you, the first thing with, with podcasting, podcasting is like a vanity project. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, luckily I've been fortunate enough to be in some rooms and great spaces with people. But uh, it is hard. It's an uphill battle. And I think when you do create one audience here for you to migrate that audience to another platform, mm-hmm. takes it's even harder than the first platform you got. Yeah. So I can only imagine how that how difficult that was. But I was like, look, I'm gonna figure it out. I got this idea. Like I'm always that'd be my thing, right? I'd be full of ideas, but when you got ideas and don't have a team, it kinda becomes difficult. Now I have the battle rap team, but now I'm trying to do my own thing. It's difficult. So I'm like, then you can't use the battle rap team for what you're trying to do because they got work to do over here. You can't Absolutely. you can't take them off track of what they gotta do for the boss. And, you know, being respectful of people's mm-hmm. time and their creative Energy, yeah, like because you know, video editing and all of that stuff. It takes time. It takes time. It's still a part of creativity. It's not most most people who do it don't look at it as a job. Yeah, and the moment it becomes a job, it's stressful. Yeah, so you don't want any part of that. So I can imagine now you're in this space where you're like, all right, I've created this space where I'm a personality. Now I have to be a boss mm-hmm. because I have to outsource. I have to find a team. You have to be a other. boss that you can't pay them right now, neither. So you need, and that's a whole nother <laughs> a whole nother thing. Yeah. So you got to really find or allow people to find you that believe in you. Absolutely. But even to to, to stay in, the, in this space, I'm just like, all right, I'm a block talk. I want to run down on people and, and catch them on a the block rapping. I'm around rappers all the time. Rappers rap. You know, that was my, that well, was that's my thing. We, that's what we think. That's what we think. That's what we think. That is what we think. That is what we think. Because then, oh, I ain't got no 16. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep it a sack with you. I ain't really, you know what I mean? I ain't really, I ain't even got it like that. I ain't even, like what? Wait, you're a rapper. Yeah. You're supposed to have a rap all the time. But guess what? And no, no shade to my brothers that battle rap. But when, I guess when, when you are familiar with, with people, you, you not like, they forget that the respect level. Mm -hmm. I hit up Method Man. I said, Meth, I'm starting a YouTube. This is my vision. Could I could I get a 16? He was like, yo, whatever you need, come down to the studio right now. I said, right now? On my Method Man. At this time, that's he fine. was shooting. Well, he's still shooting power, but that's when he first started power. And you got time. And that's somebody like, yo, I, I believe whatever you're trying, whatever you want to do. I believe and I in got that. raps for you, too. And I got raps. I don't have to think about it, like I. Yeah. Over, but that that's also talks to that to that gentleman's pedigree and true true creative and a true artist. You should if 
you should never be unprepared for the craft that you say you mm-hmm. want to get paid for. Yep. If I'm walking down a block and somebody puts a microphone in front of me and a camera, I should be able to speak on the spot. Right. It shouldn't be a question of that. So you go to see Meth. I go to see Meth, and it was just like, <laughs> he was ready to rap. He was just ready to rap. Of course, he had his team like, oh, so what's this about? Da-da-da. He was like, nah, that's Nunu. Like, we good. So I'm like, dang. I'm more like, you know, you, you already, when you, and this was like, I've seen him before, and I know he like battle rap. I think this was my first time like really meeting him. But people watch you from a distance, and they you're already gaining people respect that you didn't even know know you like that. Yeah. And then now from that time, I can hit up him. I can hit Method Man anytime. Ask him any question. He is just like so nice, like so nice. And I just was like, yo, that moment, it, it, it. It it made me not want to give up because I'm asking niggas for raps. They like, oh no no, I got you. Da da da. You know, you know, you the sis. Anything you yeah. need, like you just say the word and then you say the word and yeah, like right now, what's up? We on a block. Perfect. You know, it it was becoming this thing. And also shout out, you know, Mickey Fax. He's always ready to rap. Mickey Fax. So it was Mickey Fax and Method Man that gave me no problems. They rapped. They believed in you know what I was what I was trying to do at that time. And then you know gradually I got a few battle rappers. That uh, you know, just rapped on the block for me. Twerk, Shotgun, Shook. I believe Geechee Gotti did one before. Um, so that was a great moment, and it was that alone that Daytuan from Vibe Magazine. Shout out to Daytuan. Love, love Daytuan. Great guy. Amazing guy. He from Queens, not the Bronx. I know he's from Queens. <laughs> um, probably one of the nicest people I've I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um and a true and a true like at this point a professor mm-hmm. of hip hop and yep. and media. So that had to be really dope. Yep. So we was always just like in talks, hey Daytuan, Daytuan, what y'all doing over there? You know, you gotta ask questions. Some people think I have a lot of followers, so it you know, I don't let that get to my head. I'm still gonna like, hey, can I work with you? What, what, what could we do? Like, oh, we over there with it? I'm I'm there, you know what I'm saying? Like the real sh- groundwork that I seen that you know, like that Smack was doing. So I'm just trying to follow in those footsteps. So anybody we when they be saying, "Oh, you, I ain't copying nobody but Smack White and a girl named Supercent," um, but uh, yeah. So I I was just like, yeah, you know, I got this idea. I had wanted to do a like a a, a hip hop rundown type thing type uh, situation. Like mm-hmm. I speak about what's going on hip hop for the week. I drop it every week, something like that. And he was like, yeah, and you also could do interviews. At my time, I was like, oh, I don't want to be doing interviews. They don't show up. My whole show based off interviews. But if you could get the people to come, it might be different because this is vibe, you know? Yeah. They got an office space to go to. It's in the city. You know, when you have artists, they want to go to a, a safe zone. The city is the safe zone for any artist. Very important. Very important. And I learned that from Smack. I'm like, yo, why you only have, we got, we got Amazora down there. Why? Because, look. Look, Nunu, we got to have it here because then it's a safe zone for everybody to come through. Yeah. If it's in Queens, Brooklyn niggas might not want to come. Well, you know, it gets like that. So those it are things you got to think about. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I remember the first, like, early times of me podcasting. We, I had a studio on 47th Street. Mm-hmm. And we picked 47th Street because it was in the middle of Manhattan. There was no beef. It was a neutral place. Yeah. And... I think what happens oftentimes is, um, as and I'm sure as you're learning, that P 
people's rap persona follows them whether they want to when they want it to or not. Yeah. So unfortunately, for rappers, they can't cut that on and off. Mm-hmm. They don't have the opportunity to stop being that person, mm-hmm. whether they want to or not. So you know, what I mean, the only thing you can do for any creative is create a space, a safe space for them to really be themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely, and I don't really um. Even my business, like, I don't record people while they're there. Yeah. And so they like that I already know that. You ain't got to tell, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to. Very much so. I'm like, oh, I was, they were like, oh, make sure you record it. Like, yeah, I've been recording, but I'm posted when you leave. Yeah. They're like, all right, I like the way you think. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, I know how it is, you know. <laughs> Yo, you know, the, because I, I think that's also a New York thing, too. Yeah. New York teaches you like, yo, you'll never catch me at the same time that you saw the photo. Mm-hmm. I'm never moving like that. Never. So, yeah, if you ask me on, and this is to anybody, if you ask me on Instagram, where was I? By the time I answer, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> Definitely it's either not closed there. or it, it's a dub, but I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not there. And I think that's one of the things that you just learn as a New Yorker. Like, you never can... Tell people exactly where you are. Exactly, you definitely can. And me being a female, so this is very true. Very true. So, um, I got with Daytuan, and you know, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you some guests." So he was saying like, my first couple of guests was gonna be like, uh, you know, a few girls from Love and Hip Hop and things like that. But I was like, "Uh, I want my first guest to be Smack. Yeah, you know, I don't want it to be a battle rap show. I was firm on that because I'm trying to grow. I don't want to be boxed in. Absolutely. So you're like, yeah, but I'm like, you know, it means it means a lot to me to have him come here. You know, he's been in these offices space before, but not seeing his sister in this space. So when he came through, it just was so good because he was so proud of me. He's like, I'm just so proud of you. And I was just like, dang, that felt good. So I was interviewing him and it was just a great experience. I had the Nicki Minaj poster behind me. So I'm like, I know when she sees it, she's going to be proud because she followed me. You know, hey, Nicki. And <laughs> so it just it just felt good. And I could just tell when, like, I could just, I know when he happy. And, and that be his main goal, like, to create opportunities for people. You know, people look at him like, oh, you're like, as if he trying to pocket some money. No, he's creating a platform for everybody around him to eat. Like, and that also means getting to the bag however you get to the bag mm-hmm. and having that opportunity, that platform. I think that's largely some of the misconceptions. Like, yo, you can have this space where I do this and you can be a part of it, mm-hmm. but that does not mean that you're exclusive to do this. Mm-hmm. Use this to go create your own that's opportunities. exactly how he is. And a lot of people kind of miss that in themselves where... They get wrapped up in their ego or they get wrapped up in the persona of the person that helping helping mm-hmm. them and feel like, well, you're just using me just for the sake of using me and I'm never going to get anywhere. And it's like, no, nah, I'm not. Use this to go find your own platform. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. And you can be a part of it, yep. but you don't, and you can exist in it. Mm-hmm. But don't think that you are equal to me in this space because I've built it. So I can imagine when you went to, when Daytuan came, I mean, when um, Smack came to Vibe and saw you, now you're like, you've seen me as a little sis this whole time, but mm-hmm. now you see me as a person I want to become. Yep. You see, this is my, this is my goal. And it also sets that conversation up now that like, you see me do this. So now the, the incentive to help you even more 
catapults like yo anything you need now like mm -hmm. whatever we can whatever resources whoever we need to speak to how do we get you in front of camera mm -hmm. how do we create this whatever you want to create and I think that's the most important thing when you have creative friends yeah is for them to really see your vision and then they figure out how can we bring your vision to life and still you know help them through that so that even be now that that kind of falls into the deal we have with caffeine so when uh when Drake had told me about, you know, the idea of, dang, you guys have WatchBattleLive.com, which we, we used to use for pay-per-view. Yep, I remember. So you're paying, like, $50 to watch, and then you have to pay $50 here, and then when it drops, you have to pay $7.99 to watch it on the app. Mm -hmm. He was like, look, a click of a button, you could be live, you could watch it. He's like, yo, I'm on Jets, I'm trying to watch the event. I'm like, look, I don't, I don't know about no Jets, all right? Relax. I don't know nothing about Jets. Relax. I don't know about that yet. I've only seen it, and I haven't <laughs> seen it in person. I've only seen it, like, through, like, HypeBeast.com. Yeah, I've never I'm like, seen it look, talk, talk regular, nigga. Talk regular. <laughs> when you're on the, when you in a car, because every car is a car. Yeah. So it's got four wheels, it's a car. So, talk regular, all yeah, right? Facts. Um, so... He was just like, yeah, it's just it's just so much to navigate through, and then you know if if you if it's lagging, there's a problem. And then he was just telling me about this whole idea, but we always just be talking. So I'm like, then he, I think he called a week later. But he sent the he sent the voice note like, hey, did it like the whole idea? And I'm like, yo, that's a good ass idea. Like eight in the morning, I'm like, that's a good ass idea. And then he fa I'm like, you never FaceTime when I'm got my makeup on. Like, what's wrong with you? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, never. Well, first of all, <laughs> real niggas just FaceTime and you pick up. And the reason being, oh is yeah, because, I'm gonna pick up <laughs> because every nigga knows what type of nigga they are. So <laughs> there's some niggas who can get away with that, yeah. and have to set an appointment. Uh -huh. And then there are others. That like you see the name, you know what it is. Pick up. Yeah, I'm a pick up. <laughs> I'm a pick up. There's nothing more. That that's it. Uh, so yeah. you picked up. Yeah. Live from the stoop podcast with me, Robbie Digital. Well, what what is live from the stoop? Live from the stoop is just a conversation that I have with people from different walks of life about how they got from the stoop to where they are today, from art, music, design, culinary. You name it, you'll, you'll find it here. So uh, sit back, relax, and if you do like, make sure you rate, review, and comment. And most importantly, subscribe. Now let's get back to the show. Let's go. He one of those. I'm going to pick up. Um, so I'm like, yeah, we, we just talking about it. And he was like, yeah. It's like everything is like when, when you're a rapper, everything is it's like basketball. And he was like, yeah, it's like basketball. You'll be commentating alongside someone else. And he was like, I think that would be a great look for you. And he was just naming other females that do it, like sports broadcasts. I'm like, yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. He like, beat Taylor Fuchs. He probably said that. I, and I, I was like, whatever you say. Like, first, you're a millionaire, <laughs> so nigga, whatever you say. It got to be a good idea. It got to be a good idea. Because you got there somehow. Yeah, you got there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. So I was just like, That's yeah, whatever you say, I'm with it. So, you know, he was like, yeah, I've already been talking to some, smacking him about it, da-da-da. I just wanted to, you know, like, you know, because I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him my real real opinion. Like, you know, like, and he knows that. So he knows I'm going to, yeah, I don't really like that. That, that shit corny. Or did, you know what I'm saying? Like, he knows I'm going to do that. So I'm like, yo, this is a great idea. And lo and behold, now we have to deal with caffeine. And I'm a commentator. So, you know. 
I told we uh, alongside Jay Black. Shout out to Jay Black. He's one of the most respectful, um, respected battle rap. Uh, I don't even if I should call him battle rap media. Well, I don't know what to call him because I don't. He's just a legendary. So we got this guy named Jay Black, and for me, although me being the URL princess and a person alongside Smack, this particular guy has built his own platform in a respectful manner. He talks about battle rap; it's just great. So he was—he's uh, a host on there, and I—I I say he's the host. Although it's a URL platform, they went—I say he's the host, and I'm his co-host, and I'm fine with that because he—he he knows every single battle. Like he put in that. Full work from, like, he mm. knows everything. And then we also have Sue Surf, who's also a rapper first, that Very that nice knows it. how to battle rap. And now he also commentates. So it's me, you know, two guys and a girl. Pause if necessary. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, you know, if it's, part, if it's necessary, it's necessary. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's wild, you that, know? It is wild. Yeah. That's like, hey, yo, Joe, it, Joe Biden... It, <laughs> Take me out. <laughs> hey, so yeah, so um now I commentate with them and in in that space I actually, you know, I still have my uh, Drake said never change the red hair. Um so I'll have my original look but now I wear dresses. You know, when you on regular battle rap stage, we wearing, you know, leggings or jeans or you know it's, it's comfortable. You know, you yeah. ain't really wearing no heels to an event yeah. that's you standing up. But now I'm in the dresses, so it gives the viewer a different opportunity to see me more in a professional setting, but still with my personality and things like that. So just the visual aspect of people getting to see you like that, like, oh, okay, okay. So I'm, I like it because I'm like, you know, you got to you gotta not really switch up because I wore dresses before, mm-hmm. um, just never to an event, but just being in that space and just now is looking more professional because Jay Black, he'll come in a suit. Yeah. Or a dress shirt, and now you know Sue Surfer come in his dress shirt, but of course he gotta have the diamonds around her neck and shit. But rapper shit, but sure. it just it just presentation is key. I think presentation is key because it helps push forward the sport. Mm-hmm. It and does, I, and I think that you know when it's called for, it's called for, and when you also want to be able to separate yourself in that space, so so people have a clear sense of. Perception. Mm-hmm. These people in suits are the commentators. They're mm-hmm. people on stage are the rappers. So mm-hmm. that way, there is no difference in between right. the two. Right. Right. So absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> that's that's really amazing. Knock on wood. Knock on So we yeah. we. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. So we um yeah you you get that uh you can see who's the who's although you can see who's the who's because I'm new and else but you points, know I, points for me. Points for me. Um, it's just dope. So now I'm in a space where I was um, this um, one of my friends. He's now, you know, now we're friends. But everything starts from social media, being social um, and being a female. It's, it's a thin line, you know, real I can, thin. I can imagine. Real um, thin. But yeah. I'm on there. I'm like, I don't think I'm a bitch. I don't think I have an attitude. You know, in New York, we talk different. But I'm assertive. Very passionate. Don't come when I'm live. Don't come on there and talk about, oh, baby, I'm not your baby. My name is Nuno. So I've always approached any situation like that. I don't care if you're athlete, whatever, whatever. You, my name is Nuno until further notice. You know, so when people do approach me at this time, like people with some sense and people of, you know, of a, of a great profession, they know how to approach me. 
and this uh, this guy named Sage, who actually does um, worked for the production team for uh, Revolt, he reached out. He's like, "Hey, I got this idea. I, I know. I, I, he was like, I've been watching you on Caffeine, and I know you've been saying that you've been trying to do your own pod and stuff like that. Like, I want to do a pod too. I can. We. I got the whole team. And I was like, Well, all I needed was a team. Full circle. All I needed was a team. Hello, nice to meet you. Let's work." And then, you know, he he brought in his partner, uh, Nighty, who does edits for, like, if you're looking on some people's Instagram, you wouldn't believe, like, some like that's his work. And I was just like, wow, these are the people to know. And then you have two females that they, they do photography, they do production in other places. And I'm like, wow, a team of black, you know, shout out to my white people, but a team of black creators, you know, like. Who get it out the mud. Yeah. Black creativity takes a lot of fucking work, and um, and you yeah, know absolutely. I you know I attitude. So I, you already know. You know we all we all are passionate. You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the end of the day, we all know our position. We know Nunu Nels is the host. That's what she was brought in to do. Then you have the co-host, but then you have us all come together and bounce off ideas, write it out. Even if we know the person, we send out a sheet. Yeah. I said, we got to be professional at all times. Send out a press kit. We're already black. Yeah. You know? And it's 10 times as hard being a ten black, times as hard. black creative. And trying to be a black business owner creative is 10 times as hard. Yeah. So we send out what we're going to be talking about because, listen, I know when things reach the neighborhood talk, shout out to Cal Anthony um, and Fernie and the team at the neighborhood talk. But I know when things reach these these blog sites or the shade room or things like that, they hit faster. But that's not what we're looking for. Absolutely. We're looking to be there, but not to be there um, off off negativity. So when we're when we're we want we want who's coming to sit with us. You you have an outline of what you're walking into. And I think that's important. Um, I hate um, I hate clickbait. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate unproper sourced uh, media. I think that there is a certain degree of respect and integrity mm-hmm. that we should have for media at all times. Um, you know. Everyone, I know my mentor, Combat Jack, that was like my mentor, um, getting into the podcast space. Um, and I think you also have to respect the people that also gave you the opportunity to that for that platform. Like, you know, you having a relationship with Daytuan and what that represents mm-hmm. and knowing that your name is just as big in front of people as it is when you're not in the room, too. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people always forget. Yeah. So that that's very important that you bring that up. So, I, you know, I'm always going to be forever attached, which I love. I love being attached to Smack White. But uh, the platform is toxic. <laughs> you know, it's battle rap. It's a real toxic, toxic yeah, space. So can. someone can see me and be like, uh-huh, she going to try to get the tea. You know, you know, we like personals in these rounds. No, yeah. you know, that's not my goal. I want to, I want to. I want to interview somebody and, and I learn something. So I know if I'm learning something, if you is learning something as well, that can help you, you know, go on. So we already been blessed to interview like some dope people. I don't know if I can say it now, but don't let them know now. Yeah. So, but we already been blessed to interview some dope people, and and that alone we haven't dropped yet. Mm-hmm. We haven't dropped anything yet where we want to have our interviews locked and loaded, so we have the content. We don't have people waiting. We can have schedule Absolutely. times that we're dropping. Things like that. So this means this is people believing in us without seeing it yet. Trusting the process. Trusting the process. And a lot of it is people that's like us. You know, you have 
I had a person from the Queens, then we have a person from Bronx, and you know, just like rappers or you know, people that want to get into media world that turn into the A and R world, and they 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 know what it is, they know how it is, like because I, you know, they were me, and you know, I just always say as a female, like you don't want to always be negative, but as a female, I was telling Jay, I'm like, yo, as a female, if you don't attach yourself to a man that you're fucking, it's harder. It's it harder is. because, you know, hey, look, I want all the females to get it how they get it. You get what I'm saying? We all come from different backgrounds, different, you know, strokes for different folks. But if I attach myself to a rapper, I probably would have been on BET or something already. Because you can't tell me the personality not there. You can't tell me that I'm not in tune with the culture. You can't tell me any of these things. Now, on my end, I could probably work a little harder, stand outside offices or whatever it is I need to do. So on my end, more work does need to be, you know, it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. But the year 2022, we're going to fix that. But I do believe, like, you got a chick up there presenting an award that don't even know who she presented, don't even know, you don't, they don't know nothing. It's just somebody's girlfriend. So it's harder as a female. I can only imagine, because you, you have to deal with that, um, unfortunately, you know, being being a black woman, I'm, I'm sure in this space, you already have to deal with the patriarchal society that comes with that yeah. as well. I'm black. I'm not changing my look. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing any of that. And then you have you have the colorism that comes into that, and all the other issues that have to to face with that. And then constantly being questioned about your battle rap knowledge, or mm-hmm. like, what does she know? How does she get in this space? Mm-hmm. Um, as you grow in that space. Then you become a business owner as well. Oh, yeah. So how was that being the next challenge for you where you was like, okay, I'm going to jump into a space that I know nothing about and I'm going to create my own wealth and my own legacy Mm -hmm. completely separate from what people know me from? Right. Well, um, it's so weird because, you know, when you when you in this world and you see things, you get caught up in like, oh, let me try to be sexy or. Listen, I know I'm pretty, but I ain't sexy. I don't give off. I don't know how to give off sexy. <laughs> I've been trying to get coached for that. I don't know how to do it. I always wind up saying a joke. I just it just never works. It's an epic fail. But I know <laughs> I think, one thing. I think people, people would disagree, but you you can you know, tell your own story. Okay, like if I look at like a Alexis Sky, like she's sexy to me. A Janae Michelle, like sexy to me. Okay. Um, those type of girls, they're sexy. So that's not what I give off. And, like, I, I would start laughing, make a joke, like, you know, weird shit. But but people have always complimented my smile. Okay. That's, like... You do have a very enchanting smile. Thank you. It's very enchanting. <laughs> thank you. And so I'm just like, okay, now the pandemic hit. Jobs let you go. Yo, yes. Managers go first because you make more. This is very that's true. That's crazy. Um... And when that happened, you know, when the pandemic let up a little bit, I had went to the dentist. You know, I got wanted to clean my teeth and I wanted to get a tooth pull before it started bothering me. Mm-hmm. And um, I went with someone. Someone went with me there and he had got a teeth cleaning. You know, he got his teeth whitening. I'm like, well, you know, that looks great. But I said, did you see the bill? I'm like, that was too much money. Like, it was too much money. I think he paid between four or five hundred dollars. And I was like, wow, people can't afford that. So the whole time I'm looking like, dang, I really see the difference, but that's not affordable. Two weeks later, you know you know how your phones are, how the universe is weird. 
government. When the universe and the government start when universe When you start Googling some, yeah, all of a sudden it pops up. Yeah, FBI guy. The FBI guy. You can't not see it. Here. You saw M&M's? Now you get like six commercials with Eminem. Didn't say it. Even if you say it, it's weird. It's so weird. So, so intrusive. My god sister, uh, sister, uh, she posted that she was a teeth whitening specialist. So shout out to Juliet Ford. She's an advocate for Force the Kids. Um, and That's beautiful. Yes. And now she owns her own business. And so I was just like, well, what's the, you've been had this business and I've never seen you come across my timeline. Never until now. So I'm like, FBI guy was hard at work. He was I'm like, I checked. She was doing a class. I'm like, I should invest in this because at that time I just had money during the pandemic. I didn't do no PPP. Shout out to you being safe. And yeah, I didn't do PPP no. Don't loans. do no PPP, y'all. Please don't do, do it. Not do PPP. Um, but you know, I was just utilizing my social media. I'm like, yo, y'all need promo, and what I would do would make the the promo so affordable. It's a no brainer to come back, and I'm just saving everything, saving everything. So. Um, I was like, I should invest in this. I'm a twin. So there's two of you? Yeah, but we're um we're fraternal, thirty eight minutes apart. I'm older. She really wasn't supposed to be here, but my mom <laughs> felt another pain. Yo, what's going on? So okay. I went from being, you know, the oh my god. So you had you had a solid thirty eight minutes of fame and thirty eight minutes. And then you had to share it. Then I had to share that's, it. That's life. Yeah. Ridiculous. It'd be like that sometimes. Filthy. Like you Can't believe it. Imagine flabbergasted beyond Bamboozled. me, beyond <laughs> me. Yeah, like you, you come out the world, everything is already set for Every, just about me. Yours. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then thirty eight minutes later, now you're because I have sharing. an older brother, so now I'm a middle child. Wow. Yeah. AKA the problem. <sighs> this is very true. Very true. Very yeah, because you're like when you, I'm the oldest, so like I'm the guinea pig. I got the first ass whippings. I got the first punishment. I got like go to college. Mm-hmm. All of those things. The middle child is kind of like, yo, we tried it with the first one. I'm here. The middle child is hello. Just follow the rules. Just follow the rules. (laughs) Like, oh, and then everything's mine. You know, then the the umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck. So you already came out looking for attention to steal my spotlight. Oh, my God. You know, that's how I seen it. So we're here now. We're here now. All right. Okay. (laughs) But she had had decided to take the class. And um, it's so weird because... You know, when you're when you become popular, the second you become popular, they be like, "Oh, you copying this person? You copy? I'm actually a real twin, and I copy her." So she did right here first. I was like, "Oh, it looks good on you." So of course it'll look good on me. Oh, you so, are savage! Wow. And I was like, "You really taking this 38 minutes to like the heart, aren't you? <laughs> like you couldn't let her live with her red hair? No. That's fire!" <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you. For um, really using your 38 minutes of, like, dominance. Shout out to you. Yeah, so she was like, oh, um, she came she came by the house. She was like, oh, I took this teeth whitening class. And I was, she was like, yeah, you know, she's telling me, like, all about it, how much you can make, how much sense it makes. So when she's talking to me, for real, for real, she don't take that. But in all seriousness, I thought she was talking to me to put me on. Like, this is a great idea. But she was telling me because she wanted me to... Uh, Pay for a suite for her. So I was like, well, I'll give you the money. Like, I'm happy that you, because sometimes she has so many ideas, but then she'd be indecisive. Like, something always yeah. happens, but she's like, hmm. So I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want money to stop you from doing what you wanted to do. And I had the money. I was like, oh, I'll pay you back. No, you won't, but whatever. <laughs> no, you, you ain't, you ain't finna pay me back. But so I gave her the money to get the suite. 
And I was like, oh, I want to do it too. And so she's like, Chanel. So annoying. That's my, my name is Chanel. That's where Nels come from. She's like, Chanel, let me have my own thing. Da-da, you have your thing. And da-da. I'm like, but. She's like, I don't show up to your rap battles with, with a microphone. She could never. I would never <laughs> let her come to an event because I would never. Because then I won't be able to be a professional. Like in yeah. battle rap, you don't bring your personal. That's my personal. So Absolutely. you talk As about me, too. fine. But if you mention my sister ain't no more professional, I'm on your ass. That's very, so very true. I don't even, we don't even, like if I'm live, I'm live, I'm live. You walk and let me know when you walking back. I don't play that. I don't even show her on live. Yeah. You know, so because you, you people are weird. People are very weird. Like they put my face on different memes and I don't need that. I'm not having that. Absolutely. It won't, it won't end well. So, um, yeah. So she was like, oh, let me have my own thing. Fast forward, she had wanted to use me as her promo, like for her flyer. I'm like, but you can still use me. Like, we're going to, like, I just won't use family or friends because they ain't going to support anyway. So you could use me. And if, if it's people that we know, they could just go to you. Yeah. And so now I had to sneak and do it. I'm like, she's doing it. It must be great. So I snuck, <laughs> took the class. Da, da, da. Wow. So now I become her first client. Like, she did it in her house because she ain't got a suite yet. So I was her first client, and she was doing something. And I was just like, oh, man, she's doing it wrong. She's doing it wrong. She's doing it wrong. Should I tell her? Yeah. Because if I tell her, then she know I she took the class. She knows I took the class. Damn. So, it, so wow, was, that's scary. <laughs> it was like, but it wasn't like, it wasn't an old deaf thing. I was just happy I knew something. So I'm like, I think you did that wrong. She was like, you took the class. I was like, oh, man, I took the class. What if, <laughs> plot twist, what if she did something wrong on purpose to see if you took the class. No, no. She would have addressed it immediately because she was big on wanting to do her own thing. And I just thought it was weird. I'm like, you see, this how we fall a victim. We should do stuff together. <laughs> Yo, not you using your 38 I minutes. I got the money and you put, smart. Let's do this together. Diasporally speaking, <laughs> we should work together. This is why. Uh, wow. She, was, she couldn't see the lowest picture. Wow. So wow. I was just like, all right. Whatever. But now, because I need her, like, she's really smart. Like, she could, I was like, I need your help. Could you, could you make my flyer how you made yours? Just a different color. And she was just getting so mad. But I meant well. Like, it ain't yeah. like I gave you the money that you wanted. I did, you know, like. Yeah. Then I was like, you know, it. I, I get it from her standpoint, though, I guess a little bit. But she thinking small. I'm just thinking big. You're going to catch on later. 38 but, minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because she wound up getting a suite that was all the way in Brooklyn, not in a great in a great spot. Yeah. You couldn't travel. I wound up finding a store. Well, she found the store and was like, oh, come and see this. You know, mad. But yeah. she's like, I'll see something with my sister. Let me just call her. And I went, and it this looked like. This is great. This is great. I'll take it. And it's 12 minutes from her house, 12 minutes from my house. So I'm like, you can work here. But she was like, I ain't working for you. I'm like, well, Okay, if you don't want to say you're working for me, whatever. But I have this. I have the space. I'm here. Yeah. You know, kid friendly. The kids could be in the office. I put a TV. You know, I'm trying to make it all comfortable yeah. and whatnot. But she was just not with it. Um, but I don't know where we was going with this. But yeah, well, oh, I own, own a business. business. Own a business. <laughs> I own a business. <laughs> don't find me. I ain't supposed to be touching stuff, y'all. I can't afford it. Break, but. <laughs> yes. Somehow she's finding the buttons to do an amazing job. So she had a great name for her business, and it was called Featured Smiles. That's oh, a good name. It was. Oh, that sucks. What did you do? I wanted to take the name. 
Oh, what's good with you? But she already owned it. What kind of guys are so saying? Great name, sis. Could we do it together? I just want us to do it together. (laughs) I think that's what the overall goal was. You just wanted, like, yo, I can have something with my sister. We can build this up. Mm -hmm. You have the, I have the networking skills. You have the behind the scenes. This could work very, very well. Yeah. But I was like, dang, I like your name. So I'm coming up with a whole bunch of names, new smiles, and but you gotta do your Google. All every name I'm sending her, taken. Absolutely. Every name. So I'm going, God damn, I can't win. You got the best name. You wanna give me that name? No, Chanel. I'm like, God damn, stop saying my name like that. Because you, you, you felt the energy. You felt the energy. I feel the energy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yo, call me Nunu. I work hard for this name. And then, you know, She's that's like, the big no. thing. No, you know your name. Your name is your name. She clicked. Like, I, we don't even get that far. She'll hang up. So now I'm like, oh, how about new expression? So she was like, explain that. I'm like, well, new is my name. We're going to put that up there because, you know, that and that you means to never underestimate. Got to remind them, you know. fucking offended. So, um, and I was like, well, you know, we could express ourselves with a smile. I was just trying to run with the whole express thing. And I was like, okay, new expressions. I'm going to call it and see if it's available. And it was it was open. Immediately got the LLC and did you know everything that I needed to do for it? Get your LLC, y'all. You don't own that. Very important. How um, how was that? Just overall jumping into that entrepreneurial space and getting the LLC and learning about that because I felt like those things are tangible things are intangible things that we can't see, mm-hmm. but that we know is important. So people be like, "Yo, get your LLC." And you're like, why do I got to pay for something I can't see? And it's like, no, you see it because it's yours now. Well, for one. <laughs> In order to get a storefront, they need that. You get it? They not letting you in that. You're not renting that building without them knowing that this is a legit business. They need your EIN. They want your LLC. They want they want all of that information to show that you own it, to show that it's legit. Because I could be in there selling anything. They need to know that I'm certified. Because at the end of the day, I don't own the building yet. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, we're going to manifest. So I don't own the building yet, so they need to protect their property and protect who's in there. Then I also have to pay insurance for the place. So there's a list of things that, you know, you don't want to discourage anyone, but just save save your money. Like, I started with a savings chart. Oh, okay, how can I make 10000 in a year? I made that before a year. So I'm like, oh, let me raise it to twenty. I, I got obsessed with saving. I get obsessed with things. Like, once I start something, I form an obsession for it. So I start... You know, over overkill, which always it works, and um, you know, get all of that. You know, make sure nobody owns the name, and it's still I'm learning things every day. Like, but that LLC, you need that, you need that, and then you know, now I I started doing sweaters on my sweater. Heard you in my sweater. Sense. It has my new ex, new expression. Come on now, yeah. Inside the sweater, you have. New expression, so new expression, teeth whitening. It is located on 212-24 Jamaica Avenue, and it was very important for me. Um, being someone who didn't know much about it, but seeing how a person could feel once they get it done, and we probably don't even know much about it because when you go to the dentist, it, it's ranging from four to 600 yeah, We they, can't afford it. They make it seem like it's um, unobtainable, and they make it seem like it's not for people of color to even have or minorities to have. For real. And then you have all these 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 rappers, actors, um, athletes, they're getting the, you know, the fake teeth. We yeah. can't afford that. Yeah. We can't going afford to, that. Going to Venezuela spending five thousand dollars on teeth. You know, not and then then that's a hit or miss. You could be walking around with some with rotting teeth. 
Because you're taking your teeth out to put in fake teeth. And that could be too big. Now, teeth whitening, it gets you back to your natural state. You're going to look normal. So every time, shout out to the rappers, because every time y'all get fake teeth, my sales go up because I be in all blog comments. Looking. Hey, those look nice, but we know we can't afford that. Come on down to New Expressions. (laughs) I be right there. I be right there. And um, if it's not something... So my prices, the the maximum. We just gonna go to the maximum, so you so you understand how affordable I'm making it. And don't say affordable. Don't say cheap, cause ain't nothing about this cheap. I'm making it affordable. One eighty to get advanced service. So a ninety minute service, teeth whitening service is one eighty. That also includes you getting a mineral booster, which strengthens back your enamel. You in there? You have the option between YouTube. Netflix, music, safe environment, clean, you know, everything's a go. In the back, you got the merch. You could get your hoodies. It's good. I like this. Very good. And, you know, I've been open for a little over a year. And for those that can't make it, because you know, you know how it goes. You start something, people might not want to support because it's you. You know? What happens? Instead of saying, yo, this is affordable, I'm going. You might not want to support because it's you. I do ship products. So I ship at home teeth whitening products. So I'm getting a lot of support from L.A., Atlanta, Florida, Texas, like all these different places. I can ship a teeth whitening kit to you, which I wasn't cheap. And each teeth whitening kit, I'm sending three gels in there. So you're, you're getting three gels that you don't, one gel does, can last you. Because you're only putting some gel on onto the mouthpiece part, mm-hmm. enough to cover the mouthpiece. While you walking, jogging, or or driving, or just playing a video game, teeth whitening for 30 minutes. Three to 12 days. Some people see results in three. Some people see results in five, ten. But within three to 12 days, you'll see the results that you would like. So that's the only difference between in-store and the teeth whitening kits. In-store is instant results. When you use the kit, since the light is, isn't as strong... It takes a couple of days. And that's the only difference. And then, you know, I just, you know, sell the product. I ship it out. I'm pa- If you get a product from me, that means I packaged it. Yes. I shipped it out. It's only yes. me right now. <laughs> it's only me right now. My sister, you know, she ain't no hater. Um, she just had a baby, so that's why it was only me in store. But she built my website for me. And she's going to be working on her. She's going to become a, she's going to be like, girl, I ain't want to buy no. But she's going to become an esthetician, so she's going to be, I'm going to trust her. I'm going to be her model for her skin, and she, I could be a test dummy. She could do my face, and you know she's going to be doing waxes, all that type of things. I'm going to give her my office. so She can work out of, I'm going to create a whole room for her. She don't have to get a suite. You could just work in here because, you know, it's important to create general wealth. My nephew is eight years old. I'll come sweep the shop. And I'm gonna pay you. And you know, it, it teaches it teaches business mm-hmm. from a very early age when you have that in that sense of community, that sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. And um, we need to teach our young from an early age to have that kind of entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. To see that it can happen. Um, to know that this is a safe space for you to become yourself and where you know you're creating a space where we believe in you and that's really dope. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy because I had my first pop up shop. Which, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to get vendors. So I charged each vendor $125. Um, I made sure that I had a table for them, a chair for each vendor. 
and I have four vendors, and then I stayed in the back with my merch, which was, you know, the hoodies that I'm wearing today. It says, smiling is good for the soul. Because people used to be like, well, why'd you get started? Instead of me having to tell them this whole story <laughs> of my whole government, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Smiling is good for the soul. And that it is. It is. And then on the back of it, it actually say, um, every new day is another chance to change your life. So, you know, we like to, you know, walk away with some with positivity on the back. And shout out to my boy, uh, Fresh. Uh, he works at Famous. He works at Famous Nobody's Shout in 22. Shout out to Fresh. That's Yep, right. those are my guys. Shout out to those brothers. So They're they... Doing amazing work. Amazing. And from the Bronx. All right. <laughs> all right. Point that out. All, all right. So, <laughs> shout out to the Bronx. Um, and, yeah, so we was I was able to do that. And that the night before, I was I had a client. And it, it's, it's... I'll go a week without a client. But guess what? I'm going to open up every day. As you should. Every day I'm going to open up. I'm going to go in there. And that particular day, the day before my pop-up shop, everybody went to book for that day, which is fine. You know, whenever you book is fine. And But, you know, it was a tight day. And I'm like, okay, cool. So now the night's night's done. I'm done with my clients. Now I'm trying to set up, put all of my teeth whitening chairs and everything inside the office, keeping it away from people. You don't want people all on stuff that you got to use. And covering it all up and then bringing out the tables. So as I'm done, my mom was helping me unpack everything. As I'm done, I've only seen my mom cry three times in my life. One when my grandfather passed away, her father. Another time when she was just going through something and you could tell she felt defeated. I bought like I bought her this nice charm bracelet, this car, just to uplift her spirits. And then another time when last year I bought her a truck. Every time we would go for our morning walks or whatever we doing, she's like, I'm going to get that car one day. Look at my car over there. So I heard her talk about it. And then when I came, when I, I started saving, she knew I was saving, but she didn't know I was saving a yeah. whole nother money. I woke up one day and I was like, if they'll let me sign up on this car, I'm going to get her this car today. I just woke up and was like, she, you know, because she's getting older. She had a car, but it yeah. was a car. She's like, yo, I'm getting old. Every time I get in the car, my back hurt. I need something bigger. I like driving your truck. And I'm like, all right, girl. <laughs> this is my car. This is mine. This is mine. And I woke up and I got her a truck. So she was just like, couldn't believe it. Like, my daughter bought me a truck. So, you know, she got the um, Equinox. She really wanted it. That's what Come she wanted. Now. 2020 Equinox. Um, so she was very. Shout out to mom. It's a blessing, you know? And, and that's a blessing for you to be able to do that. Yeah, I feel like, you know. People have different relationships, but for me, if you you bless your mother, you'll receive those blessings. Like Absolutely. I, I feel like anytime I did something great for my mom, which I do on a daily, a blessing come. Like it's it's gonna come. So, you know, I always, always like do for my mom. But that was a big, you know, whoa, I get to buy my mother a car, surprise her with it. She don't gotta worry about that note. Like, we're good. So three times I've seen her cry. We're in my shop. We're about to, I'm like, all right, we settling up. Let me just hang up a few things. Now, I'm definitely not going to um, talk about it too much, but I'm, like, going through a divorce. So she just, I turn around, she started crying. She was just like, I'm so happy for you. Like, you're being so positive in all that you're going through. And I was just like, wow. Like, it was that moment. If I felt stressed about anything, I'm like, yo, my mom is proud of me. I'm being a class act when I, the shit that I could be like, 
get back into my bag I know I could get into. And I'm just going, going with the day. Why? Because I got this pandemic, it opened, like, for some people, it didn't open everybody's eyes. For me, it opened eyes. It was very, it was very eye-opening um, just to see a lot of that. Like, you know, a lot of my friends really took the pandemic and created, you know, a real life for themselves and really also took the opportunity to build. So mm-hmm. for you to really do that, and I know that, of course, like, you know, buying your mom a car was a big deal. And But I think just her seeing the person that you had become. Yeah. Her seeing, you know, the business owner that you are. Because I think, like, when you try to tell your parents, like, your ma, I do this thing mm-hmm. on TV. Thing, that's yeah. not on TV. It's actually on the computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mom, that's me with Drake. And she's like, yeah, but what, what does that do for you? <laughs> so for her to see yeah. you with this business, mm-hmm. and she looks like, look at my, look at my baby. Yeah. Look, look at her, mm-hmm. like, working, like, tooth and nail for this pop-up and mm-hmm. this space, and it's hers. And I think that's the real things that our parents want want is that sense of security they know that like you know when it's time for them to put down their sword and shield they did the best job they could for their kids Mm -hmm. so that that's amazing yeah because sometimes not not that you need a pat on the back but sometimes when you go through those like people in business you know they don't show you when look look if you don't if if i work for myself if i don't get no clients Yo, how I'm gonna pay the light? How I'm gonna do this? But you know what I did? I advanced when I when I had money, when I had them good good them good weeks. I advanced my bills are every bill, well except for my store rent, I gotta pay that. But every other bill, my regular bills, my 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 store cable, my the the all that stuff is paid six months in advance. So now I advance paid everything. With some people like uh uh-uh, uh, that's stupid. Da-da. My credit is great. It gives you a cushion too. Yeah, it gives me that cushion for them slow time for them slow days. I don't feel stressed because once you feel stressed, it, it pours on the other people. It pours on as negativity. like And it feels like work. Yeah, and it feels like work. And I be at my shop watching Netflix. I just be there. I be, I be, you know, I'm happy at being there. Like, I ain't never think that I was going to own no shop in Queens. Yeah. I don't care who don't support. I own this. I could come in here. I'm opening and closing my gate. And my mother's happy. And that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing, I think. It's inspiring. Mm-hmm. It's aspirational to to every young woman who's followed you and followed your career and see the steps that you're taking. Because I think, you know, people may get con- misconstrued with the glitz and glamour that mm-hmm. comes with battle rap or, or seeing this or seeing that. They live in a moment. But to see that you've taken that time to etch out something that's creating elasticity and general generational wealth for you far exceeds... All of the other things. So make sure you guys open up that business account separate from your account. Very much so. Keep track of your receipts. Like, I'm working on getting better. I got to get way better with that. Because sometimes I'd be like, I, when I first started, I was like, I don't want to touch this money. Like, I got into wanting to, I was saving all anything that I made from my business and not touching it. Using a whole nother card to pay the rent. Mm-hmm. Using, like, like money I would make online. Using that to pay rent. Using that to ship out orders. And my sister was like, what are you doing? No, you don't do that. I was like, oh. Use a business to be business. Yeah. Like, you, she was like, you have to use that money. Like, you have to, you, oh, my God, your taxes. Like, we're going to have to figure this out. You're you making it difficult. 
And I was like, oh, I had a plan. I wanted to save it. But my plan, my plan at that time was to get my mom out of debt. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, when you old, you be using credit cards. I was like, I want to be comfortable. Like this pandemic just, you know, you every, she always got bills. So mm-hmm. I paid off all of her credit card bills with the money I made in two months. Money I made in two months, I paid off all my mom's credit card bills. And then that just became a, I just felt like I was getting more blessings. Like it didn't hurt me doing it, but you know. So that's something I, I did learn. You got to use your business. You got to create a business account. You got to use your business card. You got to save. Save your receipts. You know, these are things that you, I'm still working on. Oh, what could I write off? What can I, you know, you can write off anything when it's your business, as long as you use that that card. So I'm going to definitely get better with that. You know, it's a learning process. I'm still learning day by day. And don't limit yourself. I have a teeth fighting business, but I sell my hoodies in the back. Oh, yeah. You, like, have, to, you have to expand your brand mm-hmm. to every aspect. You have to create a universe for your creativity. I think that's something that um, a lot of people uh, don't take advantage of. Uh, Like, I would highly suggest watching um, the Walt Disney documentary on Disney Plus on how how, uh, Disney World was actually made Mm -hmm. in, uh, in Florida. Like, he created... Like, you have the cartoons, but he created this universe... For himself, and I think as a creative, you have to create in every asset of your creativity. So um, that's the reason. No, no, thank you. Oh, yo, we first of all, let me tell you, <laughs> J Tips did an interview with. Oh, I have a show dropping my podcast with my guys. Like I was telling you guys, it's called Culture Reset. So follow Culture Reset Show on Instagram. There's nothing there yet, but follow but, it. But follow it because it's coming. So J Tips came down, blessed us with an interview. And then he was like, oh, you know, I'm going to my, my, my spot in the Bronx. I was like, you want me to drop you? <laughs> you want me to drop you? And, you know, my mother always be like, girl, who's this? Who you with? Ma, we out. Relax. We outside. Relax. I always, I get it. You know, it's your mom, it's your yeah. family. So they just be like, girl, you just be everywhere. First of all, you know, when you, when you walk in negativity or walk with uh, thoughts of something going wrong, that's when shit go wrong. This you know what is I'm true. Like, you I'm, are the energy that you put out. You are the, exactly. You are the energy that you put out. This man, look, I just did an interview with him, and he just told me about all these great things. I want to see it for myself. I want to go in there. I want to get the feel. Like you know, I want to say, yeah, I actually went there. This is what it really looks like. So that was important for me. I was like, I'll drop you. Don't call no Uber. I am the Uber. So that's how I got here. Then I got awesome. here. He was like, yo, we got a pod in the back. I was like, I don't normally do interviews because I find it to be like messy or or I find it to be like more so they're trying to attack me versus like you know because I just no I, <laughs> I pride myself on um any interview that I do um that I want to be proud of the work that I make mm-hmm. I want the person I interview to be proud of what they shared mm-hmm. I think that um you let I let media be media and I try to create journalism and news as much as possible in this space. I know like you, I, you was like, damn, I didn't know she going to talk that much. And that's no. why I like doing interviews because it's weird because I like to interview people and talk to people. Mm-hmm. But for me, I know sometimes, especially when you grow and then other people don't grow with you, sometimes your truth, which is the truth, <laughs> can <laughs> offend people or bring back up negative people that want clout off of you. That's why I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. Like, yeah, that's why I don't I don't like, I don't take um I don't take 
I don't take everything that comes across my table. Like, whether that be for the bag or for everything, it has to be a sense of integrity. I have to be proud of it. And, um, you know, the same way, you know, you got your nephew who's looking at you. I have my god kids who mm-hmm. are constantly looking like, yo, Uncle Rob's doing this, Uncle Rob's doing that. So I make sure that when they do show people, it's a proper representation of what they aspire to be. And that's what um, Live from the Soup is about. Yo, no, no, now, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, I got to thank promote you. my business. I got to talk a little bit about, like, battle rap and what this I actually great. do since they say I don't do anything, but this I'm working. amazing. <laughs> this woman is working. You hear me? She is working. Keep, step up. Instead of keeping this space, step up. Um, Nunu, please tell the people where they can find you. It's I- a few places, child. But let's get into some things. So first and foremost, Instagram is one of my favorite platforms. So follow me on Instagram. That's Nunu underscore Nels. That's N-U-N-U underscore N-E-L-L-Z. So that's my Instagram. Then I have a caffeine show that just um, turn your notifications on. If you really want to support, I need you to follow me turn there. Turn your notifications on. They pay me to talk. So, <laughs> so that's the same as Instagram, Nunu underscore N-E-L-L-Z. And then uh, my business, which is most importantly, I have an Instagram page for that as well. So you can separate the two. Um, that's New Expressions. That's N-U Expression T-W dot com. Um, currently, we do free shipping within the U.S. I don't know when it's going to drop, but next year, I don't think I could do free shipping, child. Yeah, but um, I'm going I'm to I'm try. Girl. Girl, it's crazy. Girl, girl. I know um, the people like to see the word free, so I was trying to work with the people for the people, by the people, but I can't. We going in twenty twenty two. Got to get the business right now. Yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I am Robbie Digital. This is live from the stoop. Till next time, be great, be safe. Let's go.